my name's Shardae. And I'm Caitlin. Y'all already know us. You know. Um, <laughs> um, and this is Let's Get Real. So today we are talking about money. Money, money, money. Money. Hey, y'all know that song, right? right. <laughs> no. Exactly. Shout out to um, 45. Um, Anywho, so this CM Life article came out and I have some qualms with the university because why are they raising my tuition? Okay. Again. Literally. Like, I feel like they literally just did this. And I'm confused because in the past year that they raised the tuition, I have not really seen any kind of improvements directly made by the university. Or anything that impacts you. I feel like they. I've seen them build a lot of different buildings, but it's like for what? Like, the, we got an oh arch. Oh, my gosh. Like, yes. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> it looks nice. You know, I get stupid. that y'all want the. Well, I mean, I think it it's looks stupid. Cool. But I think that they did that because they want people, they want our university to look, they want to take better pictures so that our look, our university looks more appealing because, um, app, like, People are uh, what's the, what's the word? People I'm that are for? graduating? No, no, not pictures? graduating. The people that are coming here uh, is declining. Oh yeah, our, our um, like yeah, our admissions? numbers are de- admissions. Yes, our admissions Enrollment. are declining. Enrollment, yes. And so I think that they did all that, and they're building on all these new buildings to like get the c- campus to look, I guess, less ancient. But I also just have qualms with that personally because I feel like they don't do anything for certain. Like we're in more, right? Yep. I'm a broadcasting major, and this is kind of a little segue. But they haven't updated our building in I don't know how long. I'm pretty sure we're the only building that I've ever been into that doesn't have a community area for students to sit down and collect and do homework, like the UC or, like, biosciences. You're also going to find that in um, um, Pierce, which is where I live. what's it called? Uh, I don't think that there's one in the science Brooks? Brooks? No. There's, there's tables. There's not one in Brooks. They have literally they just have tables. tables. They have like, tables like in the hallway and Brooks and it's like you can sit and do your homework here and Anspo we have some benches that it, are hard and they're only on like the second and third floor. I don't even think I've done really I think live it's because on the fourth I don't floor. know if they're focusing on certain majors because you know there's a big rise in like that oh was STEM whole, is important that, oh like this is important. With that that's actually a really interesting segue because I was talking to um, someone who was saying that she um, created some like kind of legislation through SGA to have have um, uniform uniformity within like the desks that are provided to CMU students um, so that like in ANSPA there's like the little pencil side like you have barely can fit like a notebook on a desk in ANSPA but then yeah. you come and over to sliding, you and it's like at an angle right and Ugh, then you come over <laughs> same same <laughs> but then you come over to more and you have like the desk and you get the nice little cup holder in them some days like some like classrooms you get the whole table set up and then if you go over to um like the biosciences building into like the HP, they're just all they decked got all out. the money, right? And so it's like a kind of like a not like a class system, but like a hierarchy Low that's present. Though, yeah, based off of how they feel the majors are important, like Basically. which majors are more important. Exactly, and so it's really unfortunate because like I'm in the cl- buildings that were not as funded, Dog, which is really unfortunate because okay, like the EHS building, they're like they just built it and like the education system like not education system but like the education like program here is really like up and booming so it's like the med school they're like they're up and booming like I think it's crazy that more still looks the way that it does because we're one of the top rated schools for the broadcasting department and our building is crappy like and then on top of that the theater department like I think that they're trying to do things that are more progressive but I don't think that they're doing it in a way that is for the students or catered to the students it's catered to what they want and it's catered to how they think the students are going to look at it yeah because like for theater for example that's my minor and 
as not only a theater person or student, just in general, we utilize call boards, right? Call boards is like where they pull, pull all the posters, like yeah. that you sign up for ushering, you sign up for roles, you see your callbacks. They took our call boards down and they want to put TVs there. Actually, they took all the photographs down of every single, all the plays. Like, I saw when that, you walk yeah. through, I used to love that. Like, you could just see the hist, like, even though a lot of the plays I really don't, you know, whatever, different, different kind of topic. Right. Um, but th- you could see the history of the theater department and the different things that we've done. Like, it's like they've taken all that down. And what are you doing with it? Where is it going to go? Are you going to put it on the TV for a slideshow that nobody's going to watch for an hour? Like, no, they just got rid of it. And then on top, of that they got rid of the call board and everybody wants to complain about why oh uh, other people like outside majors or just students in general interested in theater don't under don't audition for anything or don't see anything they put the call board in a green room in the green room in the back you probably don't even know what the green room I is don't, I don't. or where it is. If you're not a theater student, you're not going to know where the green room is because it's literally tucked away all the way back in the back of the building where our costuming and everything is at. Nobody is going to go back there unless you're a theater major or you have a reason to be back there, which means now nobody's going to see the shows. Nobody's going to see the auditions. Nobody's going to see the ushers like and it's, it's it defeats the purpose. Like even as a theater student, I know where it's at. But do I, I want to walk all the way to the back of the building so I could sign up for something? Like or go all the way back there and I didn't have to to look at like whether I got called back and, and have a TV for what? What am I gonna do with the TV? Right. Take a picture of a URL code and then sign up. Like yeah, you know what no, I mean? they're trying to digitize everything, which I think is like a progressive step. But like I for think, some majors, but they for don't, some well, that's majors, the point. Like they don't. It do doesn't the, work for everything. Yeah, it's not like, a uniform fix, and I think that. They're trying to kind of spend this money that we're raising our tuition for to like kind of go toward these improvements, but they're not really getting the student opinion at all. Before or they even make those faculty. Changes. I talked to faculty, faculty about it. They're yeah. like, we don't even know that what's happening. It just happened. Yeah, and so I think that's like a, whose input are you getting? Exactly, that's a big issue, and I think a lot of it is the university thinks that like, okay, we're gonna do this. It's kind of like. When your parents are like, I'm going to do this and you're going to thank me later for it, but they don't like tell you what they're doing. They're just kind of like, you'll thank me later for this. But I'm like, what are you doing? Can I get an opinion on it? Do I like have any say in the matter? No. Like, I feel like that's how the university is doing this. Like, they're just making all these changes. Like, they're adding, like, the addition to HP. HP already has a pool in it. Dog, Fun it's fact. like, for what? What did you need to add on to that for? So, like, if you're going to do that, give us some parking structures or something so we know exactly. You know what I mean? You know, I don't have to fight somebody to get the parking or spot. Or getting a ticket because I got to park somewhere and I really shouldn't be parking there. Right, for a whole seven minutes to go run in and give something somebody else. Because they're quick with tickets. They are. A friend of mine, literally, she went to drop something off at a front of her dorm. She, like, parked there. She was literally in the building for seven minutes, and she came back outside, and there was a ticket on her car. So serious. So parking, see, they're, CMU, they're taking our money left and right, but it's okay. So let's break down what this tuition increase is. I know it's kind of talked about, but I still kind of, there's a lot of people that are so confused. Twitter was blowing up. I'm just saying, I love Twitter, but they were losing it on this one. Um, so it's been getting some mixed reviews. So basically, there's a 3% increase. So it's going to be $430 per oh. credit for undergrads. And then I don't even want to say the, um, wow. the those people that are like non-resident people. Um, we're talking in-state only because y'all just, y'all, I'm hurting for you. Um, but then they also passed a 2.5% increase for room and board rates, which can we talk about because... Stupid. Why? why? For what? Are you giving us new food? Am I getting a new food? New food? Am I getting Better new dorms? beds? New beds. Okay, that's not five freaking inches that I can't even lay on. Like, Right. right. 
Can we get some new mattresses with Clean this little two point five? Okay, so are we getting some like new mat? Like Not I want to see four people in a room if you're gonna do that. Oh, that was a thing they did too. So like they made a catch on it, right? So like since they recognize that this is like they're recognizing, which I'm like okay with this. So like they're recognizing that this is like a pricier jump. So what they're doing is you can do like a discount or price if you decide to have an like additional roommate in towers. So you can either do like two roommates or three roommates. So if you do like the three roommate option, you'll get a discount on your tuition. And you're like, you're my board rates. So they raise the price and then they're discounting the tuition for the things that people have already been having to deal with anyway. Yeah. Basically, they're creating like classism within dorm life because if you can afford to like have like pay the like They've higher been rates. doing that because I couldn't afford That's why I always, I uh, used to live in Troutman and Same. I have three other roommates. It was four of us in one bedroom. We had one bathroom and one tiny little out like living room with four big old desks in it. So it's like, you really yep. can't do anything with that. There's just the desks in there. It's like, yep. and I couldn't afford to live in Kojave or like Kessler because that was, it was expensive. It is. Yeah. It was really expensive. Like yep, sure is. But so that's what they're doing. And for me, I just, I just don't understand it. And I think that kind of like, you don't really take into account like back scholars. Like we already had, like when I was a freshman, we had three people to a room. And then if you came back a second year, you had like just like two people in the room. So I'm really confused. It's like how that's going to affect like max scholars. How's it going to affect like other people in like scholarship based like dormitories. So, mm-hmm. cause like, what are they going to do for like the honor scholars? Like what's going to happen to Larzy, you know? So how's this going to affect like, the more, like, broad scale of, like, campus. And what like, are they doing? Like, what are you doing that you're raising our tuition? What exactly. extra things am I actually paying for? Like, what it's, can you point out? And I think that's especially really strange because our enrollment is, like, further down. Like, it's, I was, it's I was declining. Ta- exactly. And I was talking to a couple RAs over um, in Towers, and they're saying that they're taking out the ace floor completely. So why is it that you're raising our room and board rates when you're going to have empty rooms? So what am I paying for? Just turn the heat off up there. You know, just cut it off. Like, there's not, like, you're not paying any electricity, any heat, anything, like, for those eight people. And in all honesty, we should be paying less because there are less students here. They're not making any changes. Like, nothing is actually getting better. Right. But instead, we're just paying for tenure people. Because that goes to the other point, which is this new upper and lower level tuition structure. What? Yes, bro. This makes, okay, for me personally, I just... I was talking to my mom about this because I was getting really heated. She's all like, oh, they did that to me back in the day. But I'm like, no, we're not. Mm-mm. I don't want the cycle to continue. Um, and especially because CMU. Oh, with the, with the, um, with the like difference the, for the credits and stuff. The, yep. Yeah. So, like, apparently, like, they That's used to. Trash. Right. Right. And here's the rationale behind it, too, which is what gets me. So, if you come in with 56 credits or, like, under, so freshmen and sophomores, you get to pay 417 per credit. Okay. So, basically, what we've been paying. But then if you, like, go over 56 credits, so once you get to that junior-senior status, now you're paying 434 a credit, which is more than what we'll be paying, like, next year. Why? It's at that 430. So, Why? basically, Why? Wait, that doesn't make sense to me because if I'm coming in as a, like, first-year student... you would pay more than the people who have already been here giving you the, your money, if that's what you want to do. Right. It just I just don't understand because I'm like, if I'm coming in here and I, like, already am bringing in so many credits... Why That's not, less like, for you because exactly. I'm taking less classes. Exactly. 
And so they're trying to like get their more bang for their buck. But then also like the they're rationale- like, oh well, you know, you're just gonna pay us for those classes too. Right. Like- <laughs> right. And then like the rationale behind is like, oh well, like the higher level courses, you know, we gotta pay for like the folks on tenure because they get paid more. It's like all about like the balancing the budget, yada yada yada, this and the third. But I'm like, I've gotten more from my one hundred and two hundred level courses sometimes than I've gotten from my four hundred level courses. Because it's in. less they give I feel like the way that they do classes that way or um, that are higher level is they expect you to have all of this pre-de- like predetermined or like common knowledge. So they right. actually, in a sense, teach you less. Like it's more independent exactly. when you get to higher level classes. It's a heavier workload. So sure, Absolutely. like they're, they grade more papers, but they're not teaching you more or exerting any more energy at least from my experience of being in these classes it's just more that's not said that you're just supposed to understand and pick up and do yes because literally like i have a professor right now and we have a textbook and so tell me why this professor literally had 10 slides for a 30 page chapter and information that he literally like on the slideshow he literally put down, like, okay, these are, like, the roles, and these are, like, the different, like, types of roles within, like, this type of leadership or whatever. And I was like, okay, bet, like, I just got to know these kinds of things. And I go into the book. Each one of those different roles has their own definition, own thing that he just kind of briefly was like, this is what this happens. See, now, then when you had a test, it's going to be that 30-page chapter, Exactly, because then on that test, he <laughs> literally had, like, okay, do, like, a match, to, like, the roles to, like, the different definitions. And I'm like, wow, you literally did not teach us any of this you literally did a cursory glance and called it good so i just need my reparations and it's not even like those classes have anything that make them different like they're not longer exactly they're not like so so we're fitting more information in they're not like you know what i mean there's no added anything to it it'd be different if it like if you had like a three-hour lecture Instead of like the fifty minute class or something like that, and then but you're like paying more, like okay, that makes sense because you're spending more time, like right. we're going over more information, right? But like, no, nope, it's fine. But you know, it's cool because higher education is just becoming more. It's a business. It's becoming a business. It was already a business, but yes. now it's like a it's strategic just, business, exactly, like, to get your money and get you gone. Like, actually, it doesn't really even matter if you graduate because they get your money regardless. It, period. Period. You got I the could drop out right now and still got student loans to pay back to the school and the government. Period. It's like, <laughs> It's literally like I find it crazy that we have like that at the age I'm not even 21 yet and I'm already gonna be in like hella debt by the time I like leave here. Yep. Same. I'm trying to go to grad school and get a PhD. Talk to me about debt. Debt. And then you don't even actually get out in four years. Okay. At no, there's no way that you can get out in four years with the baseline um, type of programming that they have you on. Like Exactly. With, like, that 15, 15 credit thing. Credit, you will not get out. In, I just feel like we're being lied to, like, constantly. Literally. Like, we're paying for nothing. We're not. We're doing our own work. We're pulling our own weight. And then at the end of the day, it's like we come in, promise, like, okay, yeah, get out in four. Like, take this, you know, uh, do this uh, this way. Like, take this many credits, da da da, da. And you'll, and be, you'll be fine. No. Then you end it. up here for five, six years because you thought that you was being and tell right. the truth and you just went along with everything that you know what I mean exactly because they say because 15 credits over the four that years will not get you anywhere no because I mean because you'd have to have 124 to, gra- to graduate it even, the math and doesn't, then, doesn't even add up funny stuff too apparently I just heard this maybe like not like not rumor mill but I know this girl relatively well and she had a whole conversation with one of my um, advisors and stuff in class and she was saying that they're actually raising the amount of credits it's required to graduate no! 
to 130 credit hours. Are you hours. serious? I'm so serious. We already can't get out in four. I know. We already cannot get out in four. I, I don't know. know anybody. I know one person. You've I know one person who got out in four. She got out in three, actually, and that's because she came in with extra credits. I came in with extra credits, and I'm barely going to get out in four. Barely. And it's like, it's partially because like I like to be overachiever, I and I like to do crazy. things. But literally, like... Because if you do 15 credits every year, that's 30 credits, like... That's like, 30 credits a year. Right. Yeah. Over four years, that only puts you at 120. You still got another four cl- like four credits. You got to take a summer class. But if they bump us up to another 30, like 130 credits, that's a whole extra 10 credits that you got to kind of spread that's out. That's another year. That's literally like a... Yeah, that's a semester. That's a three-class semester that you're going to have to take. So that's you can either crazy. do that. And it's like... It's crazy because people just like... They... People are already struggling. Yes, like, and, like, my biggest qualm, I think, with universities and, like, the whole credit system, too, is that, like, to get out of four, it basically means that you have to take a summer class. You but, do. And my thing is, though, like, why? Because they also say you need to get a job during the summer, but then you also need to take a class over the summer, so all the money that you're making is going to go towards it. And then you got to get an internship to, like, also be able to graduate for certain degrees. So it's like, when am I supposed to do all this if I say, like, take a summer class, but then lots of the summer classes you have to take? take summer classes anyway because I don't think that they actually do things to where if you were a freshman coming in that it would just line up for you like that because there are a lot of classes that yes. are only offered some in the semesters. Spring, only in the fall. There are so many prereqs so that if you don't do this, then you can't yep. take this class. But then since you couldn't take that class, now you got to wait another year to take it. Exactly. So like, many people have been, like, pushed back a year. For one class. For literally one class. Like, if you fail one class that's only offered in the fall, sucks, you're going to be here for a whole other year. Good luck trying to graduate, like... No, it's so because you're literally stuck. You're like for an entire year taking one class that you like just. And if that's the case, like, and then you're raising our tuition and you're paying all this stuff, then you should at least have our prereqs or the things that we have to take offered every single semester, so that it doesn't matter what semester you come in, how much credits you come in with. Like, we can always get done with our prereqs or the things that we need to do anytime. Yep, and it's especially difficult like with majors where like which are really small too like for the Spanish major and minor like we I have to talk to my advisor literally every single semester to plan out my schedule because literally their stuff changes on like a regular basis. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to her I was like, "Okay, what do I my, need to our be done?" It's changing too. Yeah, and it's like it's crazy. I talked to her and I was like, "Okay, I was going to I told her I was like, I'm planning on taking like X, Y, and Z." She's all like, "Oh, you got to wait till like next fall to take this. You got to take this now cuz we I don't know when we're going to offer it again." Like crazy stuff and I'm just like And it's required for your major though, but you don't know when you're going to offer it. Right. Oh, How sweet. so when am I supposed to graduate? Well, you're flex, but okay. Right. <laughs> right. Like Fire I up. just think that's crazy. And then on top of that, like sometimes I lost my train of thought, y'all. Hold on. It's coming back. Choo choo. Oh, so like I feel like with certain majors too, you also are a little bit limited. Like so with my major is broadcasting. You can't take a lot of broadcasting classes or theater. You cannot they do not offer any theater classes over the summer because really? they no, because you have to be in person. Like, it's, there's no online. You cannot do online broadcasting or theater. I can't go anywhere and get no tra- any transfers after a certain point because nothing is offered online and nothing will transfer over online or in the summer because wow. it has to be in person. So, like, my directing class, we have to be in person. It has to be a lot of students for you to get the experience, you know what I mean? Or yeah. if you get stage combat or something like that. It can't be a class where it's for five, ten people, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, you can't do that. And then with broadcasting, we have to use all this equipment. So we have to have access to all of these rooms and yeah. They're not going to have that over the summer. Wow. So there are 
pretty much my whole major I have to take within the fall and the spring with the exception of like maybe a cup like uh like a gen ed law, or something yeah, yeah like uh what is it broadcasting it's like law, 510 BCA 510 or something like that or like different things that like you don't need to actually use any equipment for right it's like a buy a book write a paper kind yeah, of class yeah like which is not a lot it's probably like a quarter of the major right so all of my major classes have to be done during the year because of all the equipment and stuff that we have to use. That's a scam. That's a whole scam. I agree. I'm just saying. I'm not about it. But They're speaking. Capitalizing on us. Cap- okay. Capitalizing on us. Because that's a great little segue. <laughs> okay. Because not only capitalizing, but they are exploiting. Exploiting student workers. Exploiting them. I really, uh, shout out to Alex Gray because she really gave me this whole she, like, sparked it in my head, and I was just like, dang, like, that's, yes. It's true, though. And it you don't really, really notice it until afterwards. But even, like, and I, people joke about it sometimes, but, like, even with the theater department, but even with the with the broadcasting department, like, okay, so last year. Are y'all getting year, paid for more TV? I don't know. I think they should be because I see them in there literally every day. Mm-hmm. They, uh, th- they utilize our class, dog. I, they exploit students. That's what I'm saying. Like as a Let's get as a it. class. Like okay, so as a class? last oh, no. year, right? I took or not last year. It was I don't know if it was 220 something. I don't know. It was video production. Right. And you know, we had it was a 3 hour long class. It was a lab lecture and we had to go out, do our own projects, you know what I mean? Learn how to utilize the cameras and all yeah. that other stuff. Why did I find out this year that at the same class, they all their projects are like everything that they're forced to do is run the um, new central. They run what? new central for their class. They're the ones who operate the cameras. They're the ones who operate like the headsets, all that stuff. They have to come in after hour. I'm pretty sure, or maybe it might be during their class period sometimes, but new central, to my knowledge, used to record at certain hours and times of the day during the week. So unless they put the class at that time, but even still, they basically run new central. And I felt like, not only are you exploiting students because their purpose is not to run your news station, it's to learn how to do video broadcasting. Right. Um, so aren't you you're like- not teaching them how to be creative and get outside the box. Because what if I don't want to go into news? Exactly. What if I want to learn how to do video production or learn certain aspects of video production, but I don't want to do, run a news station? Like, And even exactly. with some of our projects, like we did learn how to run the news station, but our projects were our projects. Like We put together PSAs. We put together like um, ads. You know what I mean? Like It's not all just focused on one thing. And so not only do I not have the freedom now to like do my own projects and right. like learn what I want to learn creatively... I'm running somebody else's stuff. Right. And you're paying to do and it. And I'm paying for it. And this is my education, like, yep. for my class. Yep. Like, but, like, so my thing, too, and with that, like, I hear you, because there was, um, I just did uh, Threads. Shout out Threads. Great yeah. production. Wonderful turnout. All that great stuff. But, um, so I was, um, you know, just because I like to listen to what's going on in the world. But apparently they have, like, some kind of production class in the fashion and arts, whatever mm-hmm. genre, field, major. Um that whole department and stuff. And they have a production class, and the production class was taxed with creating threads. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, like, the setup and everything, yeah, a lot that. of, like, just, like, little design things that they had, like, the balloons, like, all that stuff, like, was put on by a class. What? 
just it does seem what, like an outside like curricular like extra that feels like kind of thing especially because like the producers for threads you have to apply to be a producer for threads so i'm like okay if you have to apply to it that's like there's is like an extra like an rso basically and so you have to apply to be like on the board to like create it and why are you enlisting people that are in a class that are paying to be in a class to learn things and like granted yes it's like and that also ties back to the whole like thing with like experience which i want to talk about next is like they're getting experience by like doing it but like why are you paying to get experience when you should be paying to like learn how to do something not just like to be thrown into something you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i think that um with like the experience aspect though like our generation is so like hungry for like any experience because like we're at this point we all know that once we graduate we're all gonna have the same degree to an extent we're all gonna be going into like that same field we'll have either like a bca major a comm major a stem major whatever it is and you have like a minor that may set you apart but at the end of the day it's like your gpa kind of matters not really not but really, then it's though. also like the extracurricular what you're trying to do exactly right then your gpa is gonna matter but like otherwise like you can kind of throw the your only GPA thing away. i feel like when you get out that people look at is experience. your experience. What did you do? What have you done? What exactly. Part, what did you play a part in? What was your role? Like, exactly. And with that, though, because our generation is so aware of it, we're so quick to just jump on any kind of experience. You don't even need to pay us. And the university sees that, and they use that against us because there's so many people working in classrooms, like the ones you were talking about, that are like, you're getting experience. Because I was just saying that they should be paid. Like, you should be getting some kind of like if stipend. If you're running their show, like you should be getting paid for it. Period. Where's my check at? Reparations. Not. Don't use this as a class assignment because I I know that I'm in the class, but like you, I'm literally laboring for you. Like exactly. You know exactly. What I mean? And so like, and you see that with like people in different offices and doing things campus. that people do get paid for exactly because even with a, another class like and i didn't think it was like a super i don't know i was trying to, but i just noticed it and like we joke about it but like it's low-key like real like it was yeah. a, a set design or something um mm-hmm. class i don't know but we a part of the class like or actually not a part of the class and uh, which i get i understand for like hands-on learning i think that it can definitely be helpful but not majority of that class, we spent designing the set for Shrek. I reparations. I literally like the things that like they actually have student workers for though that get, get paid, paid. Yes. to do that, and we're sitting here painting sets and drilling and yep. doing all the the, the whole, half the class was just that. That's ridiculous. Like doing the set. That is literally ridiculous. And it's like. I mean, yes, great hands-on experience. Like, we definitely got hands-on experience from doing it, but I just felt like I'm laboring for you. Yep. In a class. Yep. With no... Because I used to get so... T- I was like, I mean, I get it, but it's just like, oh, we have to go put in, put up this today. And I felt like I was on the on the production team. Yes. No, you were. You 100% were. If you were creating sets and painting and Duh. drilling and all that, you were on the production team without we the check. We put that whole set up. Reparations. Reparations. And I think that they do that, which I understand sometimes, like, I think one big thing, even with the theater department, is just lack of participation. And so I think Facts. that they do some of those things because they, otherwise, they wouldn't have, they like, wouldn't get the, like, the hands 30, that they need. 30 yeah. different students to just, like, right. you know, but they don't, I don't feel like they go about it in a upfront or, like, the right way. Like, they're trying to do it, no like, compensation involved. They're trying like, to cover it up as, like, an assignment to get people to do credit. it. Give me, like, if I gotta do it, uh, intern, like, you know what I mean, or I'm a senior and I gotta do this 
this internship, like internship. I need this experience right. or like put it on my re- you know like turn it into a class and make it like you can get the points for Do it and it stuff some, like that because like extra. there's like internship courses like through communication you can like it's kind of like an independent study but it's an internship and you can work like within an office or like mm-hmm. a different department and that can count as like your internship turn it into a class where I know going into the class because I did not know going into the class that I would be labored on for Shrek okay okay there you go <laughs> like, but like outside of like the classroom setting though as well like you see it within a lot of like student leaders and you see it with like mm-hmm. a lot of offices and stuff like that on campus and I don't want to call it any kind of office because I don't need the beef but like there's some offices on campus where I was talking to a friend of mine and she's like paid for like I think she said like 10 hours a week mm-hmm. just like doing whatever she's doing in this office however she was telling me she's like yeah I get paid this amount but in reality I end up working about 15 or 20 hours towards what I have to get done and she was like telling me she's like you know I have this mentality because if she doesn't do it then who else is gonna do it even though there's paid professionals that are gonna be there that are working 40 hour a week jobs that could be doing this or you could just pay her the 15 20 hours that she's already gonna be working it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and I was talking to another girl she's not even paid at all in this office like zero coin back but she's in there every single day knows everybody in the office is like working and has like a job in the office but it's a volunteer position that she's there like i swear i see her every day that i'm Mm -hmm. in like the building and i I know what you're talking about and it's like my thing yeah that's you that's straight up student exploitation i didn't even know that straight up student exploitation that's crazy she would be in there every single day every time i'm in there I, don't I think I know what you're talking about. We're though. not talking about the same person. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. hmm. If not, then but another still, office. Another office. Because it's definitely it's and it's more. It's, and I hear them talking about that though. Like they, they're student they almost, They limit it because, or they limit the amount that they give. I think that they know that students do more than they do, and they try. And like, there's some offices that like do a better job than others. Because like at the end of the day, like they do have like budgets that they have to work with, and like mm-hmm. you know, if you're gonna be paying a student, you have to work that into like your budget for your but office. I also and think everything. that a lot of money here, and one issue that like we see all of these problems. A lot of money that the university spends is not it's not done strategically. Like we we shouldn't have offices where there are students who are getting limited with their pay because the budget isn't big enough. Because right. why isn't the budget big enough? Because you we have money. And you're raising our tuition, so where's that money going? It all comes back. Because like, it's not it's coming ridiculous. to us at all in any form way. Exactly. If my tuition is getting raised, then I don't want to be paying for my textbooks anymore. I'm sick of it. I really, textbooks that we don't even use anyway. When I tell you, I've, gonna hold you up. I've finessed so many of my textbooks this semester. Dog, I don't even buy textbooks anymore because half of the time, once I get into the class, we don't use them. And I, that's another thing with these teachers. It's like we're paying you, but we're paying for all of this. We're paying for the class. We're yep. paying for the materials. Mm-hmm. Then you don't utilize the materials. And then I'm doing half of the work myself because I have to put two and two together and you're not actually taking the time to really like you know what I mean? Teach me or exactly. educate me. Like, is expected for me to take that extra leap or make that extra mile? Like, right. I don't buy textbooks. I finessed. I didn't I like steal, And half the time, they don't even tell you about resources that I'm sure that everybody knows about to make it easier for you. There's a website called Scribid.com that I'm sure nobody knows about. I don't know If what you want to pay for textbooks, you could pay a seven, it's $7.99, I think, a month for a membership. Half of your textbooks will be on there. If you're a theater student, half of the plays you need to read will be on there. Regular books, just access to knowledge in general will be on there for $7.99 a month when you buy in the same book for 
couple um, hundred, like a couple hundred dollars. I um I didn't do this, but I really applaud the girl that did this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm at a class and she bought the textbook, mm-hmm. scanned it. Oh yeah, photocopies are things, sis. At the library, I will do that. Free scanner, no, like the entire cover to cover. That book, it was in four different chunks because they have a hundred page limit on this thing. And she scanned the entire textbook and then forwarded me the email with the copies. And I was like, thank you for saving my coin because that was a $50 textbook that I got in the email for free. And she returned it literally because it got the little return policy. And so I got that. And then there's another girl like in one of my Spanish classes. I was like, look, let me just borrow this book. Mm-hmm. Give me a week. I'm going to copy all the vocab, a couple of the assignments that I know we're going to be working on. And what's I don't the game? buy books. For the free? I, I have, don't buy books. I, I go on. You Google a PDF. Book. If you Google something, I guarantee you'll find it quicker online than it, for a cheaper price somewhere. If right. you even pay for it at all, right? Opposed to buying it here, right? I bought. I saw a book that was I needed for a class, and um, a girl in my class was telling me she spent like thirty dollars on it. I went and looked it up, and I found it for five dollars. Even if I do five. buy a book, I will never buy it from CMU's bookstore. Can't. Can't anymore because they're taxing you. It's and is that covered in my two hundred twenty five dollars service fee? So nope. why am I paying? What am I paying for? What am I paying for? Where is my money going? You will go and spend five hundred dollars on books that you will never even crack the cover for. Okay, I don't even do it. I don't do. I buy books halfway through the class when I know that we have to use them, and I will not buy it from Central. I'll get it from Check. I'll get it from Amazon. I'll get it from anywhere right. else. Anywhere. Period. But. Yeah. But, like, honestly, like, with, like, the service leaders and, like, that whole exploitation aspect, though, like, I really think that the university does kind of, I just want to jump back on it, but, like, Mm -hmm. the university does need to be better about its exploitation of students and, like, of student workers because, like, they know, you know what I'm saying? They know that we're looking for the experience. So, I'm like, you could have just slid me, like, give us something. Two hours, like, Stop taking everything for yourself. Central. Exactly. It's so frustrating. And, like, we all need volunteer hours, too. And that's, like, the like the little facade that they use it under. Like, oh, you need X amount of volunteer hours, so you should just work in our office and you'll be done with all of them. But you're also going to be working for an office and not be paid at all. And then that time takes away from the time that you actually have to have to go get an actual job and pay your real bills. Right. Because that they're not paying you for right. it. But you're also, yeah, and half of those bills are central. Okay, anyway. because they raised our tuition. God damn. Okay, I was trying not to swear this episode, but god damn. I'm tired of it. <laughs> like, but seriously, though. and Just like get better about money. Like, I think that the issue is that the people who make the decisions, first, it's two issues. One, the people who make the decisions about the money in general are not getting any feedback from the people that the money is impacting or the people that the money is coming from. Like, you can't sit in an office and that's your day job for however many 40 hours a week and you see the same people and then you want to make decisions about the students that walk the campus every day without talking to them. That's the other thing, you're too. not going to make the right decisions with that money because you have no idea how your money is impacting people. And especially because they're not interacting with students like they're not hearing the student voice but there's like a i can't li- tell you when's the last time i seen I, I just see one survey in my email recently i don't remember what it was for the campus um, climate survey the, yeah oh that's a whole other episode in itself i the tea on that is hot 
And I feel like, I don't know, Ooh. I just feel like as a student, our voices aren't heard. I feel like people talk all the time, and we have these relationships with these administrators. And I also feel like our administrators' voices are limited because true. I can't even that tell you so how true. many times that I've brought up qualms about something to whether it be a faculty member or an administrator who will understand and agree but also can't do anything because they're worried about their, their job. job. Yeah, and there's, um, what is it? Oh, my goodness. This is new. Which I think is crazy that it, you will take away somebody's livelihood before you fix a problem that is it's actually impacting the student. And probably the reason that our enrollment is on the decline anyway because students right. feel like Central doesn't care about us. Exactly. But there's like a new, um, like a new office. They literally created a new job for students and faculty and whoever to like air their grievances to. Um, and it's like a nonpartisan, like basically like a third party group that's now employed through the university to kind of for like students to go and be like, you know, at the university, um, like charge me X, X, like X, Y and Z. And they're not doing anything about it. And this happened in my dorm room. And like this happened, like for students to go and like say these things. And then the like office is supposed to like basically be the middleman between the two. And I'm like, why can't the university? the university anyway? Like, yes. It's still a part of the university. So it just feels like a so basically... So basically, like, they're just... They're making an office to collect problems. For basically. Like the, it literally, the university. It literally feels like an office for, like... You know how people say, like, you just go, like, yell into your pillow type of deal? And just, like, it's it's a pillow for people to scream into and then go and walk away. Because I feel like it's not going to be... Any like kind what of are they actually going to do or implement? Exactly. Or because they really can't do anything. Because they're not really, like, they're, like, through the university, but they're not a, like, they can't make changes within the university. Yeah. They can just be, like, a voice for, like, a listening ear, basically, for students and faculty. Are they going to move that information, though? Like, or are they just going to listen and, like, all of the day? That's the question. And I'm really tempted. Mm -hmm. I'm tempted to go and be like, this university sucks. What are you going to do about it? But at the same time, like, what's time, your follow through? Right, like, like I'm gonna come vent to you, sure, I guess. But like, what then? What are you gonna do? Like, exactly. I need to know. Right. Otherwise, I won't come back for exactly. what. Then I'll just go to the actual office that I had the real problem with and talk to the people who can really make the decisions because right. you're not gonna help me. Right. Exactly. Because that's not gonna stop me. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't need a pillow. I will walk into an office and let you know how I feel. Okay. Point blank. Period. But you know, well, it's all good. All right, guys. Moral of the story. Know where your money's going. This university is a scam. And uh, voice your problems. <laughs> voice, <laughs> voice your, your opinions. <laughs> That's a good one. Air yeah. the university's dirty laundry. No, right. Not um, well, all. not really. But I mean, if you do it, get a Finsta. Or, um, <laughs> but honestly, or just though, be bold I, on I just Twitter. think that you should. If you do have problems with the way that things are, like, I don't think that there should be anything, like, deterring you from going and, like, voicing that to whether it be faculty, whether it be, like, the head of a department, whether it be, like, setting up a meeting with President Davies himself, like... His door is always open, apparently. Yeah, um, just make sure that... I feel like the only way that the university will actually make changes with anything is when people start voicing their opinions openly because they're not coming to us right at this point and i think too with that like if you feel that you as a student are doing work on this campus and you're feeling undervalued for it speak definitely up definitely speak up speak up or just stop doing it because they need us at the end of the day not even gonna hold you up like not even trying to be funny but like they need us more than we need them 
because there's another university I can go to. I can transfer that just is as quick. Very true. And we fill these offices though. Like we fill these positions. And yeah, there's a lot of us. You know what I mean? And sure, like if you leave, maybe somebody else can come. But that doesn't mean that you should be undervalued because as long as you're undervalued and that other person who comes is undervalued, they're gonna have to keep cycling through. And there's always gonna be a constant like. Um, unnecessary flow of people opposed to people who actually really cherish these positions and you do better work when you feel that you're valued and you feel like your work is appreciated that sense of belonging y'all it It matters so definitely speak up and uh watch your money watch your money get your reparations watch your money honey yes that well all right guys thanks for listening my name is Shar. my name's caitlin and this is let's get real season two See y'all next time. Bye.